0: To news kids i'm rose and i'm zara and together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today each week we cover top stories across world news politics science technology entertainment and arts This week, we will be keeping you up to date with the latest on the coronavirus. We will also be talking about coral breaching and in case anyone is missing it, we will be giving you an update on Brexit. Finally, we will be talking about Captain Tom's new fundraiser. As always, we have a lot of news to report about the situation across the world as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. Now, as you know, Lots of countries across the world have been in lockdown and some are now at different stages of easing lockdown. Leaders in every country have to try and balance everyone's safety with the state of the economy as people need to be able to work and earn money too. This week, President Donald Trump said that the U.S. will reopen vaccine or no vaccine. President Trump announced an objective of delivering a vaccine for coronavirus by the end of the year. He said that the project would begin with studies on 14 promising vaccine candidates for research and approval. He called this Operation Warp Speed. He said, That means big, and it means fast. He named Monster Slaoui, who previously led the vaccines division at the pharmaceutical company GlaxoSmithKline to lead the mission along with General Gustav Perner, who oversees distribution for the US army. Lots of people think that a vaccine is the only thing that will give people the confidence in fully reopening the economy. However, President Trump, made it clear that he didn't want people to think that reopening the economy is dependent on a vaccine. He also thought that schools would be back in the autumn. More fall, as they say in America. However, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who serves on the Coronavirus Task Force, thought that might be a bridge too far to reopen schools in the autumn. Dr. Fauci and some other experts have also suggested that a vaccine would take a year to develop. Meanwhile, in the UK, As restrictions are eased, scientists carrying out a study by the University of Warwick have urged caution saying that the UK is in the experimental phase and if restrictions are eased too quickly that would cause a sizeable second epidemic wave which of course nobody wants. The study revealed the short-term measures that could be considered safe. So things like reopening non-essential shops and businesses only where social distancing can be put into place, those who can work at home for the foreseeable future, doing so and long-term shielding for older people other scientists seem to agree with this sort of approach professor garney from imperial college london said a 20 to 30 percent increase in people's contacts would be the maximum she said that we can get there as long as people behave in a socially responsible way thank you zara it's good that lockdown restrictions are easing a bit did you know that in the uk Boris Johnson has said that he is preparing a new strategy to tackle obesity as part of the fight against coronavirus. This has been after his own stay in hospital and Mr Johnson is understood to think that the reason that he ended up in intensive care was because of his weight. Research has shown that being obese doubles the risk of needing hospital treatment for the coronavirus and according to the Times newspaper, about one in three British adults is clinically. Obese. Obesity is also a risk factor for other health problems such as diabetes and heart disease, which are also thought to increase the severity of COVID 19. This week, Figures released by the National Health Service in England showed that a quarter of coronavirus patients who have died in hospitals in England had diabetes. Mr Johnson believes that this is the time for the government to remind people that they need to lead healthy lives. He thinks it's a good moment to get Britain on its bike. Well, Rose... I think this pandemic has really made everyone think about what they need to do to keep themselves healthy. Everyone has to rely on their own immune system against the virus, so we have to do whatever we can to keep our immune system strong. Now, here is some good news. Scientists in Australia say that they have found a way to help coral reefs fight off the effects of bleaching. This is really good news as coral reefs are in decline worldwide. Coral may look like a plant, but it is actually an animal closely related to creatures like the jellyfish. Coral live in groups called colonies and can form reefs when lots of colonies Joined together. Many types of coral have tiny plant algae called zooxanthellae living in the coral and these produce about 90% of the food that coral needs to grow. However, when sea temperatures get too high or low, the algae leave the coral and this turns the coral white. With its main source of food gone, it leaves the coral vulnerable. Scientists in Australia have developed a lab grown strain of microalgae. Algae that is more tolerant to heat. When the slab grown microalgae is injected into the coral, the algae can handle warmer water better. The scientists believe that their findings might help in the effort to restore the coral reefs. This is a really important development. Earlier this year the Great Barrier Reef in Australia suffered a mass bleaching event which was the third in just five years. Have you ever seen the Great Barrier Reef Rose? Well Zara I've never had the opportunity to. Have you seen it, Zara? I did on my trip to Australia a couple of years ago. I remember seeing a lot of white reefs, but I did see some coloured ones too. It sounds amazing, Zara. I'd love to go and see it one day. <coughs> Zara, with all this news about coronavirus, you know what we haven't heard much about recently? Brexit! Well... Here is an update. Now, as you may remember, the UK officially left the EU on the 31st of January this year. It then entered into something called a transition period, which will last for 11 months unless it is extended before the 30th of June this year. The idea of the transition period is to give the UK and the EU time to allow detailed negotiations to take place about their future economic partnership. This week, the UK government said that very little progress has been made in the latest round of talks between the UK and the EU. The UK's negotiator, David Frost, said that a free trade agreement could be agreed before the end of the year without major difficulties, but that it was being held up by the EU wanting the UK to follow its laws and wanting unfair access to UK fishing waters. There has also been the disagreement about competition rules. The EU's chief negotiator, Michael Barnier, said that the UK's own demands were not realistic. Mr Barnier said that the EU was stepping up preparations for a no deal outcome. He said that the EU would not negotiate in haste and that the UK must consider whether it is possible to strike a deal before the end of twenty twenty. The UK government has indicated that it will not extend the process beyond. 31st December even though there is pressure to allow more time for a deal because of the coronavirus pandemic. So the main update so far is that the UK and the EU have agreed on one thing so far and that is that there have been little progress in the recent talks. Thank you, Rose. I hadn't thought about Brexit in a very long time, and had almost forgot all about it. I miss Brexit updates. They are better than coronavirus updates. I have a really nice news story next, though. Do you remember covering the story about Captain Tom Moore, who has aged a hundred and recently raised millions of pounds for the National Health Service in the UK? I believe he raised more than thirty-two million pounds in the end by walking a hundred laps of his garden. Well, his fundraising efforts are not over yet. This week, Captain Moore said that he hoped to inspire the next generation of heroes by releasing a children's picture book telling the story of his life. The book will be released in the autumn this year, as well his autobiography, which is called Tomorrow Will Be a Good Day. Money raised from the sale of the books will go to Captain Moore's charity, which is called the Captain Tom Foundation. The charity will help tackle loneliness and support hospices and those dealing with bereavement. Captain Tom Moore has also been awarded the Freedom of the City of London, which is a great honour given to people who have contributed something positive to the local area, and I think we can... Can all agree Captain Tom has contributed a huge amount. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.